What is going on, everybody? We're back. I'm with Brandon. What up? I'm with Blowjob Gacho. Hello. <laughs> his, his throat sore from the blow. No. The blows. No. He's got his thick jacket on because he's cold. Mm. Okay. Nope. Been a little bit since we got to talking a little bit about WandaVision. By the, by the time this recording's out, we'd have been two weeks since the finale? Yes. And we have little things to unpack. Some good, some ugly, some surprising, and some annoying. And many more. Where should we start? Uh, I guess we should just start. Yeah, give, a, give a little recap of what, what's been happening on the show, Jason. Take it away. Okay, a little recap. So basically, we start off with Wanda and Vision. Surprisingly, a, a very alive Vision. Because the last time we saw him, uh, Thanos had, had him by the throat. Ripping his head apart for the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. And the last time we saw uh, Wanda Maximoff was at Tony Stark's funeral in Endgame. Funeral. Funeral. <laughs> funeral. It's a funeral. It's either you're a baby or you just went super Asian. Because you know how they can't, host, they can't I, say L's? I think, it, I think it's better to be a baby because that's racist. Mr. Racist. Anyway, no, I'm not racist. Anyway, okay. anyway, that was the last time going. we saw both of them. Vision was dead by Thanos, and Wanda Maximoff was at the funeral. You talking about the beginning of the series? No, the last time we saw them. Saw them what? It In the MCU. What you mean? We talked about episodes already. No, but I, I know, said but give he a said give a little recap. Oh, okay, never okay. mind. Good shit on listening, dude. I space out sometimes. My bad. Anyway. So that was the last time we saw them until WandaVision comes out. So we see a Vision who's still alive somehow, and they're living in the black and white world of, I mean, they're not ripping off, but they're inspired by uh, Dick Van Dyke. I never saw the show, but that's what they're inspired from. And we don't get any big uh, clues about what's going on until episode two, where during a chat with Dottie, Someone over the radio next to them starts calling out to Wanda saying she is all right and who's doing this to you. Then, basically, Wanda's living the sitcom life happily ever after with Vision, which is what she always wanted. And then, not until episode four, we see outside, an outside view of what's going on by S.W.O.R.D., who are basically the space versions of S.H.I.E.L.D. And... They are led by this this douche, this big douche named Hayward. And Hayward, he, he's out for Wanda, kind of. That's what we think at first. He was the reason that she kind of... Uh, what would you say Hayward was doing? Well, okay. What the hell is going on? Uh, Just go. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, with Hayward, when he first starts trying to pay paint Wanda as the bad guy, I can you could kind of understand because he thinks she's doing this on purpose, like mm-hmm. keeping the whole t- town captive and all of this shit, like just basically brainwashing everyone. So you can see where he's coming from until later in the series when you're finding out that this isn't on purpose and Wanda doesn't even, she doesn't even know how the hell she did it. We're a little all over the place because we're not good at recapping, but basically... 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Hayward is just one of those basic military dudes who just wants. um, He wanted Vision to be the super weapon. Yeah, exactly. Even though that's not their motto. And we get to see the first look at grown-up Monica Rambeau. Monica? Yeah, Yeah, Monica Monica. Rambeau. And if if the name sounds familiar, it's because her mom, Maria Rambeau, was shown in Captain Marvel, who was the best friend of uh, Carol Danvers. When she gets blipped back, you know, uh, she finds out that she's been gone for, what was it, five years? Yep. Yep. And within that five-year mark, her mom had passed away from cancer. But before she was snapped away, supposedly the chemotherapy and everything had helped. So it's the first look we get besides uh, Far From Home when people get snapped back mm-hmm. and all the chaos. But this is like a, a real-time view of what's going on. Everyone's in panic. No one knows what the hell's going on. And she's asking, where's her mom? She gets told that she's dead. She can't believe it. She ends up going back to S.W.O.R.D., talks to Hayward, and then she passes by a picture of her mom, Maria Rambo, but it has her uh, her nickname, which was Photon. And people who read the comics, I'm not a comic reader, but we watch a lot of videos. People who know the comics know that uh, know. Monica Rambo sooner or later gets powers and goes by many different names. You know, at one point she is Captain Marvel, uh, but also Photon. And her powers are, she can uh, manif- like manifest or transform any sort of form of energy. Now, the show, the show WandaVision it was made to be a lead-up into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Because Wanda plays a big part in it. And, gotcha, what else do we see after we get the revelation that S.W.O.R.D. is the one looking over Wanda's hex, which is what her alternate reality is called. Well, like, <laughs> see, <laughs> see, he's spaced out too. <laughs> right, because I'm out of it right now. Tell us, a l- okay, like, since we're obviously not that good at recap, what if we, what about your general thoughts? Well, it's because for recapping, like, I feel like you got to take notes and we're just doing this shit off the top. Anyway, look, in, in terms of general thoughts, did they change for you guys when the show first came out to when it ended? At first, I wasn't really that hyped for the show coming out. Like, it yeah. looked kind of weird for me. But then once I started watching the show, I was like, damn, this is actually pretty interesting. I honestly think, because when the shows, like, the shows being announced, you had WandaVision, you had Loki, Cap- Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you had Hawkeye, She-Hulk, they have Moon Knight announced. From all those, WandaVision wasn't, like, in my top. Because it... From what from the promos we kept getting, it just looked like it was just gonna be a, a sitcom for her. But honestly, I think the other shows have a run for their money to beat it in my list because it was good. It was good. Not Very to, good. Now, like how Kacha was saying at the beginning, I th- I thought it was just gonna be an alternate thing for Wanda being like, "Oh, give her what she wanted most." That quickly changed, like the pacing. The pacing was good. It's not that it was quick fire either. Like it, mm. it made us wait. Brandon, what were your general thoughts at the beginning? Um, what would I say? Or what was I thinking? All right, when it first came on, obviously, like as it was getting announced, it, I was the same. I was like, okay, I'm not fully hyped for this, but like, obviously, it's 
it's Marvel. They always connect shit to what they're planning next. So obviously, obviously, I was gonna watch it. But when it first came on, I, I honestly didn't even know what to think. Like I just thought it was just gonna be like a funny show, obviously with some references to movies, tying up other stuff. But then each episode just kept adding something new and throwing me off, and made me think what the hell could happen next. Mm-hmm. And it was it was getting. It was full of action towards the end of it, which I liked. It was like fast-paced action too. Mm-hmm. It was it was like suspenseful too. After each episode, I was like, "Shit, what the hell is gonna happen next?" Like it hooked me. Yep. Because it kept making us believe that Wanda knew exactly what she was doing, and she did to an extent. Yeah, but then not fully. And then there were things happening around her, like, "Okay, what the hell is going on now?" If, like, any, if anyone didn't know, like spoilers ahead if you haven't watched it. But if you haven't watched it by now, what the fuck are you doing? Exactly, it's been out. So look, it's only nine episodes. The majority of them don't run longer than 30 minutes, which was kind of annoying. And, I mean, you don't really have to wait because you don't get an after credit scene until episode seven, six. That was uh, it. I think it's seven. The first one is six or seven. Six or seven, yeah. Yeah. And, and then you get two good ones at the finale. So uh, we're scatterbrained, and that's fine because I, w- I wanted to talk about how there's a moment that made me realize that we never, that they never called her Scarlet Witch. And I'm talking about Wanda Maximoff. The first instance is when uh, Hayward asks Wu if, like, oh, uh, does she have any aliases, any funny nicknames or anything? She's like, not a one, nothing. And I think about it. I'm like, that's right. She's only been referred to as Wanda or Maximoff. And the closest they got to saying witch was by Tony Stark, but that's just because he's witty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the first time she gets called Scarlet Witch is episode eight, eight, right? Yeah. By uh, Agatha Harkness, who was revealed, you know, it was the real identity of Agnes, which wasn't that big of a surprise. At, at one point, people were just waiting for it to be confirmed. I mean, like, I mean they know. Come on. Yeah. Agatha Harkness, Agnes, it, it's, it's right in your face. And... We learn that she made this world accidentally. She went, oh, dude, like, it tugged at the heartstrings because the reason she created the world, like she said, it happened out of nowhere for her because she was feeling extra lonely, extra sad in a pit of darkness. And it's because we find out that Vision had gotten them a plot of land in that neighborhood in Westview, and the note says to grow old in and brawl. That shit hit. <sighs> that shit hit just cause like, just cause of the fact that when you start to think about it, Wanda had a pretty fucked up upbringing. Like oh, she she like lost her parents when she explained it in uh, in uh, Age of Ultron. Yup. She lost, and then in Age of Ultron, also later in the movie, fucking her brother got shot to death, and then she lost her love two times. Two times, one by her, which it was painful enough. But then again. she had, but then again, like in a span of thirty seconds, having to watch the Mind Stone just ripped apart by this big purple dude with balls for chin. A big purple dildo, dude. That that was yeah. fucked. Gotcha. What was your favorite part so far? Well, not so far, but like of the like from episode one through nine of WandaVision. Was there one that had you shook? Hmm. Because uh, there was a few. Yeah, a few teases here and there, which we'll get into the well, like, especially one that pissed us all off. One was uh, one of mine yeah. was uh, um, 
fake uh, Pierre Trozo real name. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, Ralph, Ralph Boner. No, even even when like they they first showed Evan Peters, mm-hmm. the actor's name, when uh, what episode was it? Six or five? Might have been five. I think, I think it was, it was five. five when somebody rang the doorbell and then Wanda opens the door and then she's like, and then we see him, uh, Evan Peters. Well, first we see the back of his head, and obviously it's that same color scheme that they have. So it's we're thinking, like, okay, it's Pietro. But and, no. But it's not the one that w- was from Age of Ultron, the one that we know. It like was, you said, it was yeah. Evan Peters. Yeah. And a lot of people thought that was the opening door to bring in the mutants. That's what I thought. And then it just turned out that he was a regular dude be- that she made into fake Pietro. That's what was stupid for but, me. No, but I kind of liked it, though, because it... Uh, like, once that came out, that's what I thought. I thought, okay, they're connecting X-Men since now uh, Disney owns the rights to... That might be a little teaser. To no, uh, little to little the X-Men and stuff. To see what's coming. And then, obviously, he played Quicksilver, but in the Fox's uh, new... Uh, how many movies are there? Four X-Men I movies? I don't know. But in all, in, yeah. in all honesty, a lot better, Quicksilver. Which, yeah. Yeah. The, the MCU was in a bind because they couldn't really have two Quicksilvers at the same time. They were able to introduce them, but, I mean, they had to kill them off. Exactly. No, but, yeah, and then I thought they were connecting it, but then, obviously, it turned out not to be true. So that's another – that's coming back to the whole, like, uh, WandaVision, like, keeping me guessing or, like, throwing Mm -hmm. me for a loop, which I liked. Because, like, a lot of shows these days are just too predictable. And this one was not. I couldn't get shit. I could could not get anything either. The closest thing I I was able to predict – uh, before was uh, because of the videos and the proofs was I, Agnes being Agatha Harkness. I was yeah. not watching any of those because it because it, it, it did make sense when I was watching. I was like, you know what, I'm I'm a, I'm a roll with it. I tried to stay out of the loop for like spoilers. I was like, I don't want any of this. Dude. But when when we find out because when Ag- Agatha shows her true self, we and she she wants to know how the hell Wanda did all of this. That's her goal. Mm-hmm. Because in the comics she's just someone who I mean she just wants to know. She just wants to know shit. And, and then and the, all we did, all that's all we wanted to do is know how the fuck this world came to be. And then in the show for uh uh Agatha when we get the episode with her like opening with her like her backstory mm-hmm. and like the her her wit her being a witch and then the From whole the Salem witch trials. Yeah, and all of that, the whole covenant trying to like kill her, but then she absorbs the power. Kills the mother. Which was so fucked. So that showed that uh, what she wanted from Wanda, she wanted her power. So, Kacho, how does she go about trying to find out the truth of how Wanda did all this? Uh, what's it called? She. How would I explain it? Well, she takes her back to like the important moments in her life. The moments that she talked about, but we never saw. Yeah, like, like the one where uh. The first one is as a child. As a child with her family, obviously watching the Dick Van Dyke show. Cause and it gave us a lot of uh, perspective on why she chose her life to be a sitcom. Yeah, and it, when her parents died. Oh, that was intense. Yeah. Yo, that, that bomb hit came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. It's not that it startled me, but like they were just watching and just boom. I'm like, damn. Yeah, basically she's taking her back to like the the most traumatic moments of her life. And then obviously the second moment that she brought it to was when there when she was exper- experimenting with Hydra. Yes. When she got her powers, obviously. The whole thing with Hydra is that her and her brother wanted to make a difference after vowing to 
go against people like Tony Stark, which yep. is who they blame just because his name was on the side of the the missiles. Which yeah. I mean, yeah. But it wasn't his fault because he he didn't like. It's not like he was the one that launched the attack. Well, yeah, no, but they they still blame him just because. Uh, I mean, his name is on the side of the thing. And then in Iron Man, they were talking about like, oh, Stark Industries was like just selling weapons to the enemies, even though Tony like he didn't know. He didn't really care either. I mean, he was a little... Like, when they were telling him, he just didn't care. He was just arrogant. Like, he wasn't paying attention to shit. Arrogant little shit. But, obviously, he changes, but we're not talking about Iron Man. When she... When they're testing on Wanda at Hydra, and what what happens when she comes close to the Loki staff? We remember Loki staff. Well, this was confusing me, because the the scientists that were watching, she... They said she just fell, right? She just like yeah. You, you see the footage because it goes. She's looking at the staff and then just fucking hits like the floor. Li- little static, and she's on the floor. Okay, yeah. yeah. But for her perspective, you what? see the Mind Stone come out, and what does she see, Kacho? She... Scarlet Witch now. The the silhouette of the Scarlet Witch, which we don't know. We just think like, oh, it's her. She's seeing herself in the future because going back to when her and her brother are trapped underneath a couch with a bomb like a few feet away from them. Mm-hmm. Agnes is saying like how'd you do it? A probability spell. So she's making it seem as if and this is what a lot of people are saying is that Wanda has always had powers. The Mind Stone just fully unlocked them. I, nah, saying I that she I was a witch. I don't think she was. I don't think well, she I mean, always had powers. Well, the thing is that the episode implied it too when she just reached out like this to the bomb. Oh, well that's true. Like what kid does this? I'm I'm thinking it's true. I'm thinking she always had powers because in the comics she's a mutant. Yeah. And right, it, yeah. and it could just be that the Mind Stone unlocked it cuz I don't think I don't think for Pietro, obviously we don't see it, but like, I don't think the Mind Stone like launched at him and showed him a silhouette of his bullet-filled quicksilver suit. Nah, he just touched it, the energy fall through like went through him and then he probably just unlocked his powers too. But but for Wanda the Mind Stone comes out, shows her her true self. Yeah. And then she's just like boosted. Yeah, that shit was crazy. And the first time we see her in like a comic accurate suit was in the show, but it was like for Halloween. Oh yeah. She was a she said she was a Sokovian fortune teller. And the vision had his comic book suit on too. Yeah. But his was like with leggings and like yeah. gym shorts and shit. He was a Mexican wrestler. Yeah. Basically. And we that gotta, was we gotta get to her kids. Because her the, kids. the third thing we see is finally Agnes finds out how Wanda did all this is where we saw that she goes to S.W.O.R.D. to see Vision. We see all the clips that Hayward showed us, but not in the way that he was showing us. Because she didn't break in to steal him because she never did that. That's what I thought. She she just cracked the glass because she was pissed off that they were just like uh, being like she would. They were tearing him apart, experimenting on him, trying to figure out how to boot him up. Chop shop. Yeah, chop shop. So Hayward was a liar, and I mean, I got bad vibes from Hayward since uh, he tried to launch a, a missile at her when they oh, put yeah, a drone in. Uh, so we see that because of the loneliness that she was feeling, she built the house that Vision got for them, transformed the town into their neighborhood, what took feeling? everyone hostage, which I don't think she really knew that much. And she created vision from the remnants of the Mind Stone that were in her. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which is what made Agnes or Agatha 
call her the Scarlet Witch because she's supposed to be a legend. And this is the thing that got me. She, according to the legend, she's supposed to be stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme, which is Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. And up until then, Doctor Strange was honestly the most powerful dude. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what his teacher was saying that the Sorcerer Supreme is supposed to be like the most powerful, like magic user or whatever. Because before Endgame and Wanda went beast mode on Thanos, Doctor Strange was the one that could handle him single handedly in Infinity War. He was the closest one. Yeah. yeah. All of his spells, shadow clones. So you, so you got to think, gotcha. Ropes. If if One Division is supposed to lead into Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Is your prediction that she is going to him for a little bit of mystic help? Or is she still, like, going to do whatever she can, whatever she wants, and, like, fight him? Uh, Well, I feel like she's going to, like, like the se- uh, the second thing that you said. Because, like, don't you remember? Spoilers, if you haven't seen. The second after courtesy of the final episode, you, you can still hear her kids. Yeah, they're calling for help, which... I mean, maybe maybe she's gonna bring wanna bring him back, like do her own shit, stuff like that. And that's what I'm thinking. I don't think she's gonna be villain villain like nah, like uh, Thanos type of thing, but I think she'll be a villain in the eyes of everyone who doesn't know her story in the MCU. Yep. Like I, Doctor Strange is gonna see her doing like dark magic and trying to quote unquote revive her kids. And it's probably something that goes against, like, the laws of magic. Like, yeah. he'll probably say, and he wants to stop her. And like, look, you yeah. can't be doing this, so we're going to fight. And she go crazy. And I'm, Maybe. Think, I'm thinking she kicks his ass. Because if, if Legend, because we don't know how much of a time skip is going to be between the end of WandaVision, that credit scene, and the beginning of Doctor Strange. Because she's learning. Like, she's reading yeah. the book, The Darkhold. So she could end up being full-powered, or almost, like, 90% full-powered. When she comes in, in face to face with Doctor Strange and get his ass whooped, or it might be a curveball because I know a whole bunch of theories was that like Wanda was gonna be the bad guy, or maybe, and then maybe it might be different. Maybe now they have to team up and face some other threat, which could be Mephisto. Which is like a lot of people were thinking that Mephisto had to show up in the, in WandaVision. That's, never what, did. That's what I thought because when she like with the the stork, she tried yeah. to make it vanish, and Couldn't. then people were saying because in the comics, like one of his first forms is like of a. St- of a stork, and probably just hints. Yeah. And what then, if, What if he? What if it ended up that he like he didn't show up, but he was always there watching. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Cause, cause then also, um, they do need a new big bad because they haven't hinted at anybody. No. The closest is Wanda, but I I don't know. I don't think they'll go the full baddie. Cause then also at the end of uh the season finale, uh, Agatha was like, "Oh, you're gonna need me," and I was like, "What the hell could she be talking about? She might know something." Well, maybe. Well, she was just talking because uh, since she was telling you don't know what you've unleashed and like, you know, you don't know how to control this power yet. You don't know what the hell you're doing. You're going to need me as a teacher because in the comics, she is a teacher for her. Eh, True. But who knows? Maybe they might switch it. Maybe she because she knew she heard about the prophecy of the Scarlet Witch. Maybe she knows another prophecy of Mephisto coming and fucking up the world. But who knows? I mean. I'm a, I, whenever it's like shows like this, like I, I have so many fucking theories in my head. Well, you guys, if you, if you look through the trailer of Loki, you see that, that he's in a church, but instead of like Jesus Christ on the glass panel, the you devil. see a devil. Exactly. Yeah. So it just depends on where you're looking. And luckily, there's people out there that do the hard work because I could not do it. I'm no. just, I'm just spitballing. I'm I just saying what I, everything I think. Okay. So. We we like like we keep saying we're we're skipping over to things that pop in our head right now. I want to talk about what pissed us a lot off is 
uh, during the season, there was an interview with Paul Bettany. And if you don't know Paul Bettany by name, he is the actor that does Vision. He had been in the MCU the longest. I read this. The longest of anyone, as in 14 years, because yeah. he voiced Jarvis and then played Vision. So he's been there. Yeah. He's been at the start of every phase. So, yeah. so basically, he there was an interview, and he said something along the lines that he was very excited to work with a certain actor that he had not had a chance to work with in his life and has been really wanting to. And he, he continued to say that, uh, oh, I dare say that we have, like, uh, amazing chemistry. We understand each other 100%. And we're all thinking, who the hell could it be? People are coming up with theories. Someone said that it could be uh, the original actor who played uh, in the Dick Van Dyke show. And I'm thinking, eh, there's no way that's that. Gotcha. Who were you thinking when he said that? I mean, there was hella shit. There was people thinking Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Recast to Reed Richards, maybe. Fantastic Four. People were thinking... Uh, Beast. Beast. Because uh, Monica Rambo did say she had a like a super smart scientist who was like up to the task. Which, another thing that pissed me off, we never got that. Oh, no. Never fucking got that. Anyway, continue. Who else did you think? I think those were my only two. Oh. Did you think of anyone? Oh, you, oh, I was thinking celebrities because he was talking about like actors he wanted to work with. So I was thinking big name actors he's never been with. He always, he well, said he, he, he also implied that it'd be another like MCU character though. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know because when he said, "Oh, I never got to work with this actor," I was just thinking celebrities. I never thought characters, so I don't know because I don't know who I haven't seen every Paul Bettany movie. Like I don't, I've seen a few, so I don't know who he he has or hasn't worked with. So I was just spitball. I was just like Leo DiCaprio. I was like, "Fuck it!" I was just naming the big guys. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I was thinking of Oscar winners. I was like, who the fuck could be in? He this said now? he really liked Al Pacino, and yeah, there was that a video. Too. There was a video talking about Al Pacino could be playing Mephisto. I was like, Al Pacino, baby, hey! And lo and behold, we actually do get that reveal, but <laughs> not in the gotcha way who, we thought. Gotcha. Who do we get? <laughs> Himself. <laughs> yeah. The, the 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 big teaser reveal he was coming at was. When White Vision comes out, like they found a way to use the drone that they had sent in to spy on Wanda, full of the hex energy, use that to power the newly built Vision, the real Vision, like the quote unquote, the real Vision's body in the real world, power him up. He's online, and obviously he's played by Paul Bentley too. He's playing both versions. Yep. Mm-hmm. And in the finale, they have a fight scene, so he's sharing a scene with himself, which is what he was talking about. I can see why that was funny. I can see why he thinks it'd be funny. Yeah. You can't do that to the MCU. Like, yeah. the, the fans. You, they live on figuring out connections and secrets and reveals. Yep. You do something like this, and they're going to think, okay, they, have, they now can use X-Men. They can use Mutants, Fantastic Four. They can use all these new guys. But, no, he talks about himself. Yeah. Oh, gangster. Because at first, here's what I'm saying. When the finale happened... And Gacho, Gacho had come downstairs, and we were talking about it for a few minutes. We both were pissed off because, like, we didn't even get that cameo. We didn't get that reveal. We were, we were pissed off on so much. And it wasn't until I told him a few days ago about the inter- like what Paul Benny had said and that he was talking about himself with White Vision. I'm like, why would you do that? They only fought for, like, what, a fucking minute? And then after that, they were just having, like, an intellectual conversation. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was the an- fight was intense, and the intellectual conversation was very I, I riveting. Li- I liked it, but I, I could see why people would be like, what the fuck? I want more action. 
But what what di- what did come of that? What good came of it? Made sense. Was that vision, like real vision, full body, real body, everything? He was first. He was a machine. Yep. For Hayward, then Hex Vision unlocked his memories because he he told them that like you know because his mission was to destroy Vision and Wanda, and he said like okay, but I'm not the real Vision, and then White Vision asks for elaboration. And then he tells him, are you familiar with the ship of Thesis? And for anyone who doesn't know, it's one of those paradoxical questions where it's like, you have a boat. And over time, you replace each old piece of wood with a new piece. Once all old pieces are replaced, you still have that ship, right? That's what you still see that as your ship. Yeah. But then if you take those old pieces and rebuild those, which is the original ship, which makes sense in this because you have the old vision... Quotes. Which was the white replaced, quote unquote, by the hex vision. So who is the real vision? And he says, like, both are the real vision. Neither are the real vision. Because you have the white vision who is the real body. But yep. then you have hex vision who has all the memories. Well, almost all the memories. Because as we saw, uh, Darcy was reminding him because he didn't, he didn't know yep. the Avengers. Yep. Mm. He didn't know that he died. And he didn't know how he died. He didn't know, like, a lot of the big things. But then he unlocks those memories for White Vision. And then, he's, th- then he, he claims, he's like, I am Vision. And then he flies away. So he's out there. And we'll be seeing him soon. Hell yeah. Because in the comics, again, I only know this from videos because I don't read them. He does get involved with Wanda at one point. No, memories unlocked and all. So it's just a matter of time when we see him. Now, like we said, we were pissed off of that. Another thing that we're waiting on, if it actually gets revealed, are her kids. Billy and, and Tommy. Billy and Tommy, their hero names being what? Wiccan and Speed. Wiccan, obviously. Wanda's powers. Then you got Speed. Who, it's weird, because you would think that he'd have some abilities of vision. Not because, obviously, like, he's a synthesoid, so they can't actually like do the, the, the horizontal tango. Well, I mean, yeah, they never did. So, I'm guessing that he has Speed just because when she created him because Wanda did it on her own. Yeah. She's thinking of Pietro. I'm thinking. In the span of an episode, she just got pregnant and then had kids like right then and there. I was like, what the fuck? Do you imagine if that shit was real life? Like your your, your wife or significant other, they get pregnant and by the end of the day, they're born. Immaculate. Immaculate. uh, Shut up. Immaculate conception, baby. Jesus Christ coming back. So so basically, one of those. since, Since we have one other thing to talk about today. We'll go with how we feel at the end. Gotcha. How do you feel by the end of watching WandaVision? Rate that shit. Rating or? First go with the rating and then your thoughts. Give me a number. The first half, it was was like fucking good. I I think it was good, yeah. Towards the end, I was like, maybe maybe they could have given me more. But like, eh, I'll give it a solid... 8.5 8.5 out of 10. You know, like like what you were saying, Paul Bendy hinting at somebody mm-hmm. that he wanted to work with. We never got it. Fucking well, bullshit. Well, we got it, but not what he, we not thought. We, not what we expected. So g- generally, um, did, did your thoughts about the show change at all from the beginning? Not counting the little nitpicking like, oh, I wanted to see this character, but I didn't. But like in general, from episode 1 to episode 9, did, did your thoughts change about it? Like did they get better as it went along? Or did it like get worse? Maybe. No, I think it stayed the same. I think 
I think my thoughts throughout the show were like same throughout. Yeah. Gotcha. Was good. I mean, Bren. Wow. Um, what was I? St- um, my thoughts in the beginning of the show was like, okay, this is like. It's going to be like some Marvel sitcom. I'm here for this, something to watch, like just mm-hmm. to relax or something like not not to get too worked up about. But mm-hmm. then as it went on, like I was saying, they were introducing all these things, referencing stuff, uh, going more into Wanda and what she can do. Mm-hmm. I, I was getting I was I was getting into it. Um, so, yeah. And but there was they could have done a little bit more because like of all the theories of like uh, referencing like uh Fantastic Four, mutants and stuff. I was mm-hmm. like, let's let's get some some hints. Let's get some names out there, like say Reed Richards' name or something, or say like Hank's name from uh, X Men being Beast or something. Like they had room. They could have done more uh, in yes. that sense. Which is another thing because at one point Wu threw out another name, which is Cliff. A, yeah, Cliff, which is an MCU character, but he he's nothing in the comics. Yeah, no, nothing. But but I, it's it's weird because. We've become accustomed since Iron Man back in 2008, so a, a whole, a little more than a, a decade of Marvel, that whenever they throw out a name, but there's no face to the name, you got to think there's a m- bigger meaning to that person. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in here, in WandaVision, I felt like they just threw them out just to like... You know what I feel? I feel, like, I feel yeah. like this was a good way to show how much... Uh, we're wrapped around the MCU's finger because even even if someone because let's let's say this let's say we didn't watch episode like the whole WandaVision series right we were gonna get into it and someone tells us oh don't worry about the first couple episodes there's no uh, post credit scene we'd still stay to watch because we don't really know yeah because how I mean they could be lying even if it even if it's not a Marvel movie I've I'm used to staying past the credits because a lot of people are doing that now where they have an, a post credit scene. I'm just used to it. So I did, I mean, another thing that annoyed me, which isn't even about like the actual acting in the show, but it's the fact that it would say, oh, we're going to have a 40 minute episode, but it will be 30 minutes of episode, 10 minutes of credits. It would show yeah, the English credits, right. then the Italian, then the, the, the Portuguese and the French. I'm like, why all these credits? Move on. Nah, but yeah, that was my thing. I was like, I guess just hearing all the theories and like the little references like in the back, like not even them saying it. Like I know in one episode when Monica's like on the whiteboard, she's saying she has a friend who works in like, I forgot what field of science. Aerospace engineer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody thought Reed Richards because on the the whiteboard in the background, you see a four. In the Fantastic Four font. Exactly. So I was like, shit, they're just throwing out these little Easter eggs, but they're not like doing anything with them because usually... Like you said, with MCU, I'm used to them saying names or or saying they know someone. And then later down the line, they announce like, oh, their movie's coming out or something. And now there's but this one, I don't think we're getting anything anytime soon with Fantastic Four Mutants. Well, they did say that. Well, at least I hope Fantastic Four, like they're in the works, not filming, but like, I guess trying to figure out who should direct. Who's writing the script? Who's doing all? Who, you know the background stuff. The how cast, the, all the that cast. Shit. I, how they're gonna tie I it in? I need to know the cast because I need to. Th- I need to know if they're gonna do like all the Fantastic Four have been doing their thing, and you know they're gonna be like a, an old gray hair type of Reed Richards. Or do we get an origin, another origin story of Fantastic I, Four? I thought the, it. the MCU are smart. Even if they give us young people, 
they won't give us a movie of origin. They'll Not they'll, again. Sh- they'll show up and they'll say like, oh, we got our powers from this, and this is what we've been doing. It's like Spider Man in Civil War. Yeah, yeah, because like, they were smart. There. We knew. I mean, from all the Spider Man movies and animated shows, we know how he gets his powers. We know why he's motivated. Okay, we don't need another movie. I was so glad that the MCU didn't do that. Yeah, but generally, I'll say this: as the show progressed, I was more into it. Yeah, because it, it kept giving you little little sprinkles of, do you think this will happen? We'll give you a name and make you think this, but it'll actually be about this. And I'm just and th- that's <sighs> ki- that's kind of why I got k- like uh, kind of annoyed because like whenever they were referencing stuff, I was remembering this is a show, and when I heard references, I was like, okay, give me some more shit on movies because we haven't had a Marvel movie in a while. Yeah, and I missed those, so like I was like, fuck you, COVID. But I was like, whatever. You know what? They're referencing stuff. They're not giving it to us. It's okay. Well, I mean, speaking of movies, we still need that freaking Black Widow movie. Oh, yeah. That one got, kept getting pushed back. It's annoying me because I just read that it'll have its own documentary series of, Bla- of like Black Widow. I'm assuming like behind the scenes making of on Disney+. Plus. And I was like, it better come out after the movie because why would you put it out before? Nah, yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah they'll put they it out need, after. They need to put Black Widow on Disney+, Plus at least. Like, you can keep it in theaters, but give people the option to watch it there. That's what... That's what people are doing with everything else. Yep. Anyway, general thoughts. It got better as it went along. The it's a good the, s- the final post credit scene leads a lot to be determined, and we're going to see more of her in Multiverse of Madness. Maybe Spider-Man 3. We don't know that for sure They were yet. saying, but not, I don't know. I know, she c- I know Elizabeth Olsen confirmed it for uh, Doctor Strange 2 because... She was, uh, it was on with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Obviously, with COVID, they were FaceTiming or whatever, yep. Zoom. Yeah. And she was saying, oh, I was filming for Doctor Strange 2. I was like, okay, we know this for a fact. But I was like, drop a little hint about Spider-Man 3. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> anyway, I'll give my rating as, like, honestly, honestly. He's going to say 9. 9.2. Oh, hi. I really fucking liked it. I'll give it an 8.7. I really liked it, too. Without, without even, like, nitpicking, because obviously if I if I went along with because Paul Bentley teased us so hard, like, I'd give it, like, an 8.8 or some shit. But, I mean, as a whole, the show was good. It was suspenseful. I feel like it was really well-paced for nine episodes. Yeah. But speaking of universes, the reviews are already up for Snyder Cut, oh, Justice yeah. League. Gotcha was telling me. Uh, gotcha, what have you been hearing? I've been hearing a lot of good things. What's its rating on Rotten Tomatoes? You say seventy-five. Do we do we know the original Justice League? That's Josh Whedon's rating. Uh, that's, that's probably even worse. Look it up. Rotten Tomatoes. Let me check. Take, take your guess. But, but think about how Rotten Tomatoes like like goes in on movies. Uh, if they get a good rating for a movie, then that's that's pretty good. Nah, not really. It, yes, I, it I, is. I've seen some movies that they like. Uh, they like classify as fresh. I've seen some not that good, bro. But that's you. No, I'm just saying. That's why. Like, well, how many times like, have we looked up a lot of our favorite movies and they trash them on Rotten Tomatoes? That's what exactly, I'm saying. Because they don't know anything. Like, sometimes. Well, so you got to think that they probably get paid. Yeah. No, but yeah, but for the Snyder Cut, I'm like, okay, whatever. 75% is whatever. I want to watch it just because, like, I want to see if the Snyder Cut is better than the original. Because the original people one, are People are saying it's better than the original. But, like, a lot by a lot or a little. I, like, Listen, Josh Whedon's Justice League was at 40%. Okay. And people like it. A lot, uh, some people like it. Listen, here's what I'm thinking. Okay, because first, a scenario. If we were professional, like, reviewers, critics, whatever, but our company wanted to bash a lot of movies, and, it like, let's say we watched the movie and we actually liked it, but they said for 
for a bad review, doesn't matter the length, we'll give you uh, $5,000. You got to think, I mean, that's some decent money. If mm-hmm. I don't, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So I, a lot of times you got to think that reviewers and critics are being paid to say bad stuff or bots. Nah, I'd ra- I'd ra- I'd rather get paid like for my honest opinion. But it, what I'm also thinking is, I mean, there's nothing really tied to this, like the Snyder Cut, like any other regular movie. Because what this is, the fans getting what they want. The second time it actually happening, the first time. Uh, when they redesigned uh, Sonic. Yeah. That was the first time of me hearing about fans actually getting what they wanted. This is the second time. Zack Snyder did not get paid for this. He got nothing. He just wanted to put out the movie that he saw. And it looks like it's doing okay. Yeah, I see. I mean, it's certified fresh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not looking at the numbers. I'm just looking about what people are saying specifically about it. And people are saying it's good. That's why. And I'm just paying attention to that. I'm not paying attention to a number. I'm saying, okay, these people thinking it's good. Let me. But sometimes let me the number it. matters. A, too. N- a number helps because a yeah, number exactly. go, a no, is like. A number is in the back of my head. Well, it doesn't That's make you. sense if you look at a review for a movie. The number's high, but then a lot of the, the reviews are bad. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like for like, if the number's high right now, you're saying seventy five. Like I'm like okay, whatever. But as long as I'm hearing, like as long as what people are saying are good too. Like it's not one high, and then the comments are like, oh no, this is bad. Don't listen to the score. I'm just looking at what people are saying because that's genuine people and shit. Because like you're saying, well, have like, you seen what people have said? Well, hold on. Like, like what you said. Like if the people at Rotten Tomatoes are getting paid, so they're like, oh, just say it's good, but then they. Like, they hype it up a little more than what they liked. Like, I just want to pay attention to the people, to the people score, because, like, that's regular, everyday people like you and me. But people score, like, matters for, like, you know, like what Jason was saying, the the numbers sometimes matters, too. Yeah. The number that actually matters. Not really to me. Because the thing I like about Rotten Tomatoes, at least. Yeah, I want to hear, like, like, when I ask my friends, like, oh, do you recommend it? Because, like, that's them. I know them. Like, I'm not going to ask a, a professional reviewer, oh, do you recommend this movie for me? Well, I mean, like, I can't, you, I you, can't you, you can't be a little bit, you know, I mean, people can get a little biased if, like, one of their good friends says, oh, this movie's good. And if you go and it's not that good, you're going to be like, well, this is kind of a waste of time. No, that's why most, most of my friends will keep it straight with me. They'll be like, oh, dude, don't watch Mm. Like but what, if, but what if you want to? Because if a friend exactly. of mine, if if so, if one of my friends, one of my good friends, watched the Snyder Cut, right, without hearing every all the people saying how good it is, if they came up to me and said like, "Oh, it's not really that good," I'd be like, "I wouldn't watch it." Well, no, I'd be like, "I, I would." I, I still, I'm wa- I, I still gotta watch it because this is my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, uh, never mind. Actually, yeah. Yeah, because like, why? Because wh- think about how many movies you could miss if you just trusted your friend saying like, "Nah, it's not that good." I'd be like, "All right, I'll trust you." But what if you watch it and it ends up turning out good? What, what if, you, what if depend- we watch the Snyder Cut and it turns out being fucking amazing? Let me backtrack. Exactly. Because a lot of people, like, I watched a couple of YouTube videos today talking about uh, the Snyder Cut review. Because you know how you some uh, YouTube critics get get to see the movie early? Yes, lucky. I, I seen a couple of videos and it was spoiler free. And people were saying, like, oh, wow, this is, like, this is amazing. Like, if one YouTuber I watched... Uh, what's it called? He said he watched it twice. What? He said it was way better than Josh Josh Whedon's. 
I'll give him that because Josh Whedon has. Uh, Josh Whedon was not meant for a DC film because no. DC, not all of their characters, but generally speaking, DC is supposed to not really be witty and funny like Marvel. Yeah, that's what he brought. You don't. We we saw the original Justice League, the one that came out in 2017. Yep. And there were scenes where Batman is being like witty and funny. I'm like, that's fuck. not him. No, that's not him. He's literally the dude that like you could say he's the buzzkill. Like people are trying to have fun. He's like, guys, we have a mission. Take this fucking seriously. That's not what he is. Okay, no, but uh, okay, let me backtrack then. When uh, no. it depends on no, what? I'm kidding. Go. It depends on like what kind of movie then, because if it's like comic book movies and hero movies that I like, anime movies, then if my friends say don't watch it, then I'll be like, okay, this is my own opinion. This is something I like. But if it's some random movie out there, they they say don't watch. I'll be like, okay, whatever. I don't want to watch it. Well, curiosity always gets me because yeah, like me as, as a random example, Vin Diesel's a uh, bloodshot. I watched a few, uh, I think I've watched 30 minutes of it so far. I still need to finish it. I don't know the character. Not as good. I don't know the comics. Because if it was, you would have sat down fully and watched it. Well, no, because I was watching it while I was waiting for my car to get fixed up. And when I get back, I catch up on everything else. No. I haven't even watched Ghost of Mars yet. I have that shit ready. Anyway, anyway, that's not my point. You don't picture Vin Diesel being a comic book dude. I mean, you really don't picture him anything if it's not Fast and Furious. True. But that's a good movie. And I've heard people say, like, ah, oh, it's not that good. It's just another Vin Diesel movie, this and that. And if I listened to that, I wouldn't have, for the 30 minutes I've seen so far, it's good action. It's, I mean, it's Vin Diesel acting, but it's still good acting. At least he doesn't say family every five minutes. That's true. But generally, it's a good movie. So what I'm saying is, uh, you, the only opinion that I, I, as we know, it's a big duh. The only opinion that actually matters is our own. So, I will. I mean, if we find a way, because I don't want to get HBO Max, even if it's a free trial. If I find a way, I want to watch the Snyder Cut straight yeah. up. Well, I'm, I want to watch it too. I don't know if I'll watch it fully. It's four hours. No, I watch I, it. Yeah. I'll watch it fully. I need to make sure I'm not doing anything that day. Nah. Well, yeah, you make that time. Got. To. I can't sit down for that long. I'm, uh, it's going to be in the comfort of our own home if we get to. Uh, I'm going to lay down, sit, stand up if there's action, get hyped, but start anyway, jumping around. For, for Scream. Th- without seeing it, there are a lot of points that we can already tell make it way better. Yes. Yep. What's one point? Gotcha. Give us one point that you've seen like from the trailers and pictures we've seen that make it automatically better than Josh Williams without watching it. Oh, he's going to take my answer. Okay, am I? Yes. Go ahead. I feel like the design of uh, what the fuck's his name, Steppenwolf. Uh, I feel like that's oh, way never mind. Than Mine, mine's different. Yo, yo, Steppenwolf looks like he is ready to kill. Exactly. Mine's different, bro. Right. Way better. Way better. Like he, he's like fully armored up. Pretty yeah. insane. Okay, uh, Brandon, what was yours? Mine's fucking Dark Side, bro. If you're gonna do an apocalyptic movie for DC, you gotta get Dark Side. Josh, Josh Whedon's Dark Side wasn't even in it. He wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't because. I mean, if this is the Snyder Cut, so before, like, you know, like, sorry for his family and his loss and everything, like, before that happened, this was the movie that, well, I mean, a cut-down version, because he wanted it to be the four hours, but then Warner Brothers at first was like, nah, 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 let's cut it down to two and a half, which producers, just let the directors do their thing. Mm -hmm. They let Titanic be almost five hours long. What the fuck are they doing there? I don't know. Anyway, besides that rant. But, yeah. Darkseid was... It was like still gonna be the main guy because he's the main guy. Exactly, because like the big and it's and so stupid that Josh Whedon made Steppenwolf the the main guy. Well, in the comics, he's Darkseid's right hand man. Yep. 
Yeah, and when you're doing, uh, when you want to do a Justice League movie, because like in the comics, a lot of times, like for the Justice League to form or like any superhero team, you they need, need a, a common enemy, a big bad, and Dark Side is one. He could beat the shit out of Superman. Listen, listen, I, I'm, I'm gonna say no this. I've, I've always been a DC. Like I've loved D- the DC movies and characters more than the the Marvel characters. Not MCU, not DCEU. I'm talking about just like characters that we've seen. Because I'm Batman all the way. I'm Joker all the way. Not a really big fan of Superman. I think he's just he's he's the the white bread. Look, if when the Snyder Cut comes out, and if uh, Warner Brothers see that it does amazing, they they gotta get their shit together. No, hopefully like because this, this, movies. well, because this is a one shot. Like Zack Snyder just wanted to put his stuff, his movie out, and then he's done. No, yeah. I know, but I mean, like the people who like fired him in a way. To, no, sh- I know they but should be like, okay, we need to let our directors or whoever we pick to work on movies to do like their own. Th- we need to give them more freedom. Well, Zack Snyder, is, well, hopefully they go with that because Zack Snyder is leaving them with, as of right now, he's leaving them with the hit, but also. Zack Snyder came out saying that you could think of this as like an Elseworlds thing. It's a like its own thing. It doesn't tie in with whatever they've come out with already. Yeah. So you got like, even if they wanted to try and continue, they can't. No, it's I'm, not I, canon. No, I mean like they should see that. Oh, okay. I'm not saying it directly at you. I'm saying like oh. in general that he's he's leaving it very tough for future directors that they get because they're gonna think. Oh, we can continue with what Zack Snyder did, but no. then they gotta think, no, it's not canon. We can't. Yeah, no, he ain't with us no more. What, what someone keeps saying, and I fully agree, their only hope is their Flashpoint movie to reset everything, just reset it all. And then from, and then what I say after Flashpoint, take a note from the DC animated movies because those movies hit. Oh, if dude, they, they if, kill. If 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 they could do those like live action, they will be successful because they they're good stories. They're True to the comic book uh, adaptations, like you, you just they just take some notes from the MCU and just take your time. They they will they could compete with MCU. Do, listen, and I'm th- this is a hot take for a lot of people that grew because listen, we'll say this: all three of us, we are MCU fans. We love them. But if the like if you had if you thought if you go to an alternate reality somewhere where the DCEU and the MCU started at the same time. Let's say they started at the same time with the same plan of an extended universe and they took their time. DC. DC kills them. I would because I, I I follow I follow more heroes and shit from DC. Batman done right. Sooner or later get a Batman Beyond, which is in the works, but dude, I mean, not in the works, but it's in the talks and I want it. Batman, Superman a little bit just because he's like, he's overpowered. So he's he white get, bread. He, he gets kind of boring. Flash. Wonder I've, Woman. Li- I've liked a whole bunch. Joker. Like I mean, for the, the villains. I mean, DC really doesn't miss with no. their with their characters. We're not saying because a lot of their movies are hit and miss, but with their characters. But like we're saying, okay, so far, Snyder Cut is doing well. It's not super fucking amazing, but it's not trash. It's it's good. People like it. When I watch it, I'll be able to get a, a bigger wrap around what makes it better. But my point, because Gacho had told us about Steppenwolf's designs better. Brandon told us, I mean, the big dude Darkseid is in. Thank you. My thing is, even though I don't, I'm not a fan, a huge fan of Superman, he, we see him in the black suit now. Yep. Oh, that was your point? That was my point. No, I mean, but the other point, I know what you're talking about. The general point is, like, we get 
Jared Leto Joker, but a, a good one, a better yeah, one, a good Apocal- one. Apocalypse, no, was it Nightmare, Nightmare Joker? That's what they're calling because mm-hmm. supposedly he only shows up in the nightmare visions that Batman has. Yep. And the world is so fucked up of Darkseid because the nightmare world, if people don't know, is where Darkseid wins. Yes. Joker's there and he's in like a police bulletproof vest. So that means he is helping Batman. Think about how fucked up the world has to be for Batman and Joker to team up. Think about that. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, we always like to see the heroes win. But like, it's not it's kind of it's a it's a refreshing change of pace to see the bad guy just whoop ass. Like when Thanos snapped everyone away. Dude, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then and then you get the chance to get the redemption from the heroes. And then you got another banger. We get that all in one movie, I think, though. Yeah. Thankfully, because I mean, Zack Snyder's not coming back for a two or three, which was his plan. He he had planned for a trilogy, but since the movie's long, I I like it. Cause if if they try to do it in like a a regular two hour movie, it'll feel rushed. Yes. But since it's four hours, we got time for them maybe in the first half lose, and then they can come back. Cause I, w- a couple of theories I was hearing that motherfuckers are gonna die. Oh, dude, I could hope like a lot. I could hope. I mean, there's there's the thing that uh, since it's not canon, it wouldn't affect the the main uh, DCEU, but supposedly Batman's supposed to die. That's oh, what I yeah. was hearing, but I'm 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 weirdly okay with that. Oh, dude, I'm okay with it. Gotcha. I want to see that. See, seeing the original uh, Justice League and hearing and seeing the stuff in the trailer for the Schneider Cut. What do you think is the biggest thing you expect from this movie? Not it generally, as in good, like it, it, it's going to be better, but like specifically, more well, action. What do, you, what do you expect to see besides more action? More action. Uh. <laughs> Not because I actually expect to see a Green Lantern show up. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like it was kind of a weird thing in the original where they said, "Uh, no, I forgot his whole speech." But at one point he says, "No more lanterns," and we see some Green Lanterns fighting. I'm not talking about a big reveal like we see John Stewart or we see uh Hal Jordan. I'm talking about just like it could be a throwaway lantern, but someone from the core, you know? Yeah. Okay. That I mean, I'd like to see that. Because you're talking about four hours. You can't say, like, you put in Green Lantern and you're just adding another element to feel the, to make the movie rushed. Would you they, have four hours. Would they add Shazam? No. No? No. Right. I, they wouldn't add Shazam because, uh, like I said, this is its own thing, but I don't think he'd go that far. Well, no, I I could see that just because, um, like, when I was thinking about uh, Justice League and I saw Darkseid was in the Snyder Cut, it made me think of the animated DC movie uh, Justice yeah. League uh, War, mm-hmm. which that... That's a story of how the Justice League forms. Yep. And that one's Green Lantern, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, mm-hmm. Shazam. Yeah. And did I say Green Lantern? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's seven of them. I feel like that'd be a lot, so, though. So be- it switches it up. So I could see in... Oh, yeah, no, Aquaman in this one. Aquaman yeah. comes in the second movie. Yeah. I, f- I feel like that'd be a lot, though, just because... Um, but like you said, four hours, I think they could make it work. I know. I'm just talking about it'd be a lot in terms of a cast because if, have you seen the Shazam movie? No, no I haven't. That's one. Know. That's one. Fuck? I, wait, that's one I need to add to my list. One, Luis, we were talking What's about What's wrong with you? What it, didn't I say that on what episode okay, did I well, say? Okay, look, basically, I've been spoilers. slacking on watching new movies. Nah, dog. No, I don't no, hear. Fuck. I got to say it now. Nah. I got to say it now. Nah. Spoilers, you've been warned. Nah, fuck you. I'm, t- I'm not listening. I don't care. Look, the, the thing is because... In Shazam, he gets uh he he goes into a foster home, mm-hmm. and he he has brothers and sisters you know foster brothers and sisters yeah. and at the end to help him fight 
the big bad who has uh the the seven deadly sins or something yeah. the demons his family grabs the staff and all his brothers and sisters get the powers of Shazam too mm. so then you're talking about five other people to add to the cast that's true and they're badass too it's badass Ooh. you remember Megan Good yeah she's one of them she's one of them yeah Ooh. yo she's fine she still got it alright go Jesus Ah, uh, you done Yes. All right. I I had I had to. All his uh, brothers and sisters turned into Shazam. Ah, you fucking bitch. <laughs> oh no, that. Oh, I've seen that. I've no, seen, no, no. I've seen the clip on YouTube. Never mind. So okay. All that. Where yeah, everyone no, says, I, "What the fuck are you doing?" All the le, 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 le. No, it's because I thought you were about to say something else. I told you, like in terms of casting. Oh no, but you're saying this is Elseworlds, so I'm saying just Shazam by himself. Like in Justice well, League War, we don't get an origin story of Shazam. He just shows up and they just give a. They just he just mentions it quickly. Oh, I haven't had these powers for a while, so I'm still figuring it out. So I can see them doing that in this too. Yeah, but then people. I mean, I know it's Elseworlds, but then I don't know. There's just a lot of like. I wouldn't it mind. It could be this or that. Because then Shazam is like one of those heroes that can compete with Superman. Because one of Superman's weaknesses is magic, and this is magic. So you would have to feel about can, the balance because Zack Snyder is always can, very dark, and Shazam can, was the first DC movie that was pretty lighthearted. Yeah, but I mean, in the comics, he does get dark, so you can bring a dark. Well, but, yeah, but I can see he's a he's a kid, so yeah, he, yeah, they he would be, he would be joking. They around. haven't gotten to the point where a Shazam movie is going to be or, dark until Black Adam, or I want to see Martian Manhunt. They say he's in it. Okay, good. I like that. And I mean, they he's pretty powerful. Too. I mean, we we know who it is technically already. It's that uh, that one officer from the original. I forgot his name. Obviously, he's the black guy. Fuck! I tell you, it's been a while. Who? What officer? I forgot his fucking name. What's Shit. his real name? I don't know. Like, what you mean? Like actor? Or no, no. What's Martian Manhunter's alias when he turns human? Oh, John. I yeah, forgot his, it. his I name for- is John. John for- Jones. Was it Jones? I don't. I didn't re- remember the last. I think it's John Jones. Anyway, John. anyway, anyway. Okay. Like we'll we'll end this in a bit, but generally, okay, we'll go with what we really expect. Got to expect more action. I think we all do, but. Do you do you guys think that the Joker is actually gonna have like a bigger role besides the Nightmare World, no. or that's just where he's gonna be? I've, honestly, I think that's just gonna be where, where he's gonna be. One thing I hope is that they see that the version that Zack Snyder put out for Jared Leto's Joker makes them try again, but use the that that looking Joker. You know, no yeah. damage tattoo, no tattoos in general, no gangster Joker like. Not like that kind of case. Because like he, he, he had like chains, he had like tattoos. God, so bad. He had like, he was dressing like a pimp and I shit. I always said this: if you showed me that picture, if you showed me a picture of that Jared Leto Joker, but told me, if you told me, okay, what do you, how do you rate this guy as a as Joker? I'd give him a two out of ten. If you told me rate him as a psycho gangster, he's like a solid nine. Yeah. yeah, regular psycho gangster who just was inspired by Joker. That's fine. But Joker's He's much not more the Joker. Th- Joker's much more than that. You can yeah. see that Jared Leto took a little bit of inspiration from Heath Ledger, like his makeup and stuff. Yeah, yeah. only obviously no scars, but like the messed up makeup. Long and hair, so good. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, yeah, I'm thinking. Like Brandon was saying, I'm hoping this influences uh, future directors in the DCEU to be like, okay, we see what the fans actually want to see let's keep it going I expect uh, good pacing because when you have long movies there's no excuse to not have good pacing exactly if you if you rush that shit there, there's no point it's like the same thing when I say is it easier to tell a story through a 
a season of a show or a, a big movie, and I'm thinking a, a season of a show because you know, if they tell what you time? you have four hours to tell a, a story rat, instead of like 15 episodes, I'd be like, you can tell a better story in 15 episodes. Yeah. Anyway, that's just my point. Uh, when when Snyder Cut comes out, if we find a way to watch it without being an HBO subscriber, we'll come back and do our review for that. But uh, let, let's just hope the reviews aren't disappointing. So we'll catch you guys in the next one. Dark side. Bye.